Praise God. I want you to pick your Bibles and let's read together Proverbs chapter 4, um, the seventh verse. It's a very popular verse. I know pastor has been teaching us about wisdom. How many of us have been enjoying that series? It's been teaching us about wisdom. If you've not um, been around, or you're joining us online for the first time, or you're coming here for the first time, I would sincerely ad- This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. I admonish you that you just visit our YouTube channel and watch the messages. They've been extremely powerful. Praise God. I want us to read Proverbs chapter 4, the seventh verse together. Are we there? Alright, it's displayed on the screen. So let's read together. One, two, let's go. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. I want us to read it one more time. One, two, go. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Praise God forevermore. Can you welcome someone to your right and your left as you take your seats this evening? Choir, thank you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I sincerely want to thank our pastor for the opportunity to share God's word with you very, very briefly. He's coming up um, um, in a few moments from now. Um, I just want to share some thoughts with us, and I believe that um, we would be blessed. Amen. You know, on Sunday, Pastor was talking about the spirit of wisdom. And he said some very remarkable things, some very remarkable things. One of which was that the fear of wisdom is the beginning of wisdom. Oh, sorry, the fear of God, rather, is the beginning of what? Wisdom. He says, but loving God is wisdom itself. I don't know how many of us remember. It was also posted on our, I think, Instagram um, handle. Praise God. Now, Solomon is credited for writing a large chunk of the book of Proverbs. And um, if you know about Solomon, I mean, if you attended a good Sunday school like I did, one of the things you'd have been taught is that Solomon is regarded as the wisest man that lived well in the Old Testament because Jesus came and redefined things. Amen. Now, Solomon, in writing certain portions of the book of Proverbs, gave us certain advice that could help us to live our lives very effectively. One of such was what we just read in the book of Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Where he said, wisdom is the, not wisdom is a, wisdom is the, use the definite article. Meaning that what he was talking about was very, very specific. Wisdom is the principal 
thing. And when you call something the principal, it means it is the most important thing, isn't it? He says, therefore, get wisdom. And then there is a colon, and then it say, he says, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Meaning, with everything you've got, get understanding. Praise God. Telling us that if you have a choice to choose between wisdom and money, go for wisdom. If you have a choice to choose between wisdom and marriage, go for wisdom. If you had a choice to make between wisdom and preservation or protection, go for wisdom. If you had a choice to make between wisdom and a car, go for wisdom. Right? Wisdom is the principal thing. Meaning if you have wisdom, every other thing that you might be looking for will begin to look for you. Because wisdom is critical. Amen. Now, in talking about wisdom, the Bible explicitly tells us about different ways that we can assess wisdom. And pastor has been speaking about this for some weeks now. And hence why I'm ad advising you to go get the messages again and listen to them. If you were in church and you thought you heard everything, psychologists have said that until you hear something about 16 times, that you've not started to hear it at all or hear what they're saying. So it would be good to listen, get the messages again, listen to them over and over again. Now, I want to just touch on a part of wisdom that I believe is something that God has laid in my heart to share with us this morning very briefly, or this evening rather, very briefly. The same book of Proverbs chapter 13. Same book of Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. You know, when you read the Bible, the Bible shows us that the word of God is God's wisdom. So as you study the word, you grow in wisdom, right? Um, Pastor also taught us about the spirit of wisdom. So as you fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you grow in wisdom. But I want to share this with us this evening. I believe it will bless us. Proverbs 13, 20. The Bible says, He that walketh with wise men shall be what? Wise. But a companion of fools shall be destroyed. I read that again. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise. But a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Meaning a very critical component in growing in wisdom is the relationship that we keep. If you want to grow in wisdom, as you study God's word, as you fellowship with the Spirit, you must also pay attention and be intentional about the relationship that you keep. You cannot hang around foolish people and grow in wisdom. You hang around wise people to grow in wisdom. He says, a companion of fools shall be destroyed. The word destroyed there is not necessarily initial destruction, as in everything losing, you know, its form. But he talks about 
the word it's the Greek or Hebrew word rather, roar, which means to always have a battle cry and something to fight about. And you know how many people's lives are like that. There is something they are fighting. They are fighting poverty, fighting, you know, one mistake or the other, wrong decision upon another. I mean, fighting, I mean, the marriage is in shambles because there is something always wrong. He says, he that walketh with wise people, wise men, shall be wise. Now, let's, let's take a cue from Jesus. Luke chapter 4. Or chapter 2, rather. Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. And I want us to read the 40th verse. Now, the Bible talking about Jesus. Luke 2, 40. It says, and the child, talking about Jesus. Remember that this is Jesus um, who was the son of God? This is Jesus, the savior of the world, right? He says, and the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom. And the grace of God was upon him. Now the Bible describes Jesus being filled with wisdom. Then begins to recount a particular story. Now Jesus had gone with his father and his mother. I'm talking about biological father and mother to a feast in Jerusalem and while he went there um, you know when they were on their way back they fulfilled the feast did everything they were supposed to do and they were on their way back the Bible tells us that after about three days they began to look for him that where, where is Jesus and they started to look for him right and when they couldn't find him they traveled back to Jerusalem and while they were looking for him verses 46 the Bible says, And it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, but hearing them and asking them questions. Hearing them and asking them questions. Verse 47, And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. Meaning the people also asked him questions. Now, this is Jesus, the Son of God. I thought the Bible said in verse 40, he was filled with wisdom. But verse 46 begins to tell us that they found Jesus asking questions, listening to them. He was improving his understanding. Now, verse 52. The Bible now tells us, and Jesus increased in wisdom. That means it is possible to increase in wisdom. And in stature and in favor with God and with man. One of the ways to grow in favor with God and with man is by increasing in wisdom. Jesus increased in wisdom. How? Because of the kind of company where they found him in. He, the kinds of questions he was asking, he was listening to them, hearing them. Your company determines the kind of mindset that you develop about life. Your company determines the kind of motives that you have in doing the things that you do. You know, one of the wisest decisions anybody can make is the decision of the people you want to spend time with. And when I say the people you want to spend time with, there are some of these people you spend time with physically, there are some of them you will spend time with virtually. And this is what I mean. Reading books, 
the kinds of people you spend time with, even on the internet, on Facebook, Instagram, the kinds of people you spend time with, those people begin to shape your mindset. You know, this is so powerful that even Jesus said, the book of Matthew chapter 15, he said that individuals have made the word of God of none effect by their traditions. Where did they get the traditions from? From men. You see, you can relate with certain kinds of people that you begin to doubt the word of God. You can relate with certain kinds of people that you begin to believe the word of God. One of the best decisions I have made in my life, and it's not because he's here, is the decision to know pastor. And it's their wife, Pastor Abby. Because there are certain conversations. Every, see, whenever I have the opportunity to you know, sit with him and talk, I can assure you 70 to 80% of the time I'm listening to what he's saying. I'm listening. Why? Because I understand that it takes wisdom to recognize how to get things from the presence of wise people. You can study God's word. You can pray until you become like a praying mantis and relate with the wrong people and you discover that everything you're studying, those people are just, you know, puncturing holes. <laughs> puncturing holes. Some of them are direct. Some of these philosophies are subtle. You would not even know that this is how you began to think. I remember many years ago, I mean, I was, I was still in the University of Ibadan then. I think this was just um, after Pastor had left school i was in school so i was traveling with the person who became the president who pastor handed over to the fellowship um, that we attended in the university of ibadan and we traveled to abuja to go visit the founder of the fellowship right and um, after we fellowship with him for about two three days we were now on our way back i remember when we got to the car park or the motor park rather as i know jabi they call it now taco that access in Abuja, um, as we got into the car, there was this guy who came to the car, you know, with this very big Bible. And um, he began to pray for everybody who was traveling in the car. And as he prayed, he said, <laughs> he said, you know, as you go on this journey, your blood will be bitter in the mouths of the enemies. Everybody who wants to kill you, <laughs> You know, they will not be able to kill you. And your blood will be beat. I said, okay, they won't be able to kill us, but they, will, they have tasted our blood <laughs> to know whether the blood is sweet or bitter. <laughs> and you know, the people, the other people in the car, they were saying, amen, amen. I said, hey, foolishness. You know, and I looked at, you know, my president then, and <laughs> we started laughing. And one of us, after the guy finished praying, of course, we all knew where he was going. You know, so he sits for the man of God. <laughs> and when it, was, when it was done, you know, we started to talk. And, you know, we couldn't hold it to ourselves because we understood what, in our company, those things were foreign. I don't know if you get my point. Those things were foreign. I mean, me traveling, did how? You know, you say, ah, but that man of God, he flew and he died. That is that man of God. I don't know what he believed. He 
in my own company, there are things that do not happen to us. Right? And so we looked at each other and we began to talk. And we decided I won't keep this to ourselves. We began to talk to the people in the car. That people, they said your blood would be bitter. I mean, you would have died. They would have tasted the blood. At that point, it would not make any sense anymore, you know. And that was the first time they began to say, oh, that's true. I said, wow. You know, the company you keep determines the kind of mindset that you sustain. In our company, we do not raise our hands against our wives. You, you don't understand. Because the way we relate, the mindset our company has formed in us is the mindset that take, we take care of our wives if you are the husband and as the women you take care of your husband. There is a way we relate. In our company, the word of God is number one. It is not the option. It is not after you tried everything else and it's failed. Then you now revert. Okay, the word of God, let's see what the word says. Uh, we start with the word first. And we know the word never fails. In our company, we mind the things we say. Because we know our words have creative power. This, this was what Daniel understood. So when he came and they were saying Nebuchadnezzar wanted to kill people, the Bible says he went to his company. And he said, let us pray. And they, they prayed. They were so certain they were going to receive a revelation from God. The company you keep determines the kind of mindset that grows in you. The company you keep determines your level of wisdom. You see, you know what is interesting is this. An individual can be at point A today and you can make up your mind today that you know what, I want to start operating from that other level and you make the switch. How? You just make up your mind that you know what, I'll be more serious with God's word. I'll be more serious with the fellowship of the Spirit every single day. I'll be more serious and be more intentional about the kinds of association that I keep. There are people that are good people, but they are not the best for you. I don't know. I mean, they are not the best for you. They are good people, but they are not the best. They are not the best for the destiny that God has for you. Hallelujah. One of the greatest prayers an individual can pray is, Lord, help me to find and choose the right company always. I can assure you to change your life. Why? Because he that walketh with wise men shall be wise. It's a principle. The principle in the realm of the spirit is a principle that reigns on the face of the earth. Yeah. And a companion of fools shall always be fighting. If you want peace, embrace the right company. The right company produces an atmosphere of peace in your life. Can you just, wherever you are, can you just lift your hands and pray to God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, give me the wisdom to choose the right company. Because sometimes, some people look good, but they are not the people for you. Say, Lord, give me the wisdom to always choose the right company. Always choose the right company. Give me the wisdom to always choose the right company. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. 
You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.